This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. What the hell were the D.C. Defenders doing out there? I missed most of the game. I was out watching a movie and doing other things. I came back. I looked at my phone. It said 29-3 L.A. No, 33-3 L.A. Like, what the hell? No, it was halftime. It was 27-3. I'm like, what happened? I know eventually that D.C. was going to come back down to earth. I knew it, but I just... The way things have been going, I just assume like, okay, we're gonna be eight and one, seven and two. No, it's ten games. I was thinking we would be nine and one, eight and two. But then again, I realized that we played against Seattle and that game was much closer than the score indicated. And I said that after the first game. We had a bunch of missed tackles on defense. We were inconsistent on offense, inconsistent on defense. And, well, this time against L.A., we just came out just bad. But to be honest, I went back and looked at the game because I recorded it because I knew I was going to miss it. I recorded it. So what happened was the first quarter actually wasn't that bad, even though here is Cardell Jones' stat line in the first quarter. Cardell Jones was one for five, five yards two picks that is awful that's awful I've done that before but on Madden usually when you do stuff like that you get blown out he was awful I don't know what he was doing he was forcing throws and he was scrambling out the pocket but he wasn't going nowhere it's just he got he got handed a bunch of ham humble pie but honestly it was even though with all that it was 6 nothing after the first quarter. And to be honest, that touchdown was a joke because Trey McBride scored that touchdown, right? So right before he scored that touchdown, there was like a holding penalty, a legal contact penalty. I mean, I, I understand. I understand the penalty. We don't have that penalty. They don't get close enough to, I guess, run the next play where Trey McBride, once again, I think we ran zone. He was running across the field. Once again, number 25 ended up on him, matching up with him in the zone. He falls, and whoever was in that other zone couldn't get there in time, and it looked like Trey McBride was wide open. Apparently, we traded him for that defensive player L.A. didn't want. So, yeah, that defensive guy we had, uh, it wasn't a factor. Trey McBride killed us. He had two touchdowns. And that one, I'm like, does Josh Johnson throw that? Because right before Josh Johnson threw that, there was a defender in his face. If Lawrence didn't slip on that play, he gets sacked. He holds on to the ball and gets sacked, and they might be kicking a field goal. That I think that first score was a fluke. So we didn't do that bad in the first quarter. It was just the offense. If the offense wasn't that bad, the offense wasn't horrible and giving up field position, we talking about a 0-0 game in the second quarter, and who knows, maybe we pick it up and we take the lead going into halftime. No. What do we do? Throw another interception. Give up another score. That guy, um, Carter, number 28 on L.A., 
He was running angry. He wanted to destroy whoever was in his path. That little dude, man, he looked little. He had him in no taller than 5'6". He looked like a bowling ball. This guy, man, he was just destroying people. Every time he ran the ball, he'd get like an extra two yards, and he was fast, he was quick. I was like, where was this the first two weeks? Man, he was the destroying us. He was killing us. It seemed like he was, but you look at his stats. He had two touchdowns, but he didn't have that many yards. But it seemed like he had a lot of yards. And it's just four turnovers, two in the first half. It's just our offense didn't get going till late in the second quarter. But by then, too late. Too late. We keep giving them short fields. Freaking three and outs in our own territory and then turnovers. It's ridiculous. It's clearly the worst game we've played all season. L.A. just had a really good plan defensively. And it's like, I don't know why Cardell Jones keep missing that edge defender when we only have like four or five people to block. L.A. would send an extra guy and Cardell just won't get rid of the ball and he get punished that ruined like two third down plays. that game just blew me man just watching it and it wasn't getting any better when I watched the second half when things kind of slowed down it's just second half it looked like we had a chance to dent in the lead we were getting in their red zone we were getting in their territory every time we did two times we did interception are you serious bro and, well, we finally had a running game, finally. I mean, the little garbage time touchdown we had came off a long run. Finally, we got the running game going, but it didn't matter because Cardell was awful. Um, One thing I liked about this game is that one thing I liked about this game was the trash talk. Oh, my God. They were going at it. They were talking a whole lot of tr- crap. And it was a bunch of curse words, N-words, and I'm telling you, um, Cardell was like, man, we got them, man. We got these. We got them. You know what I want to say. But I'm telling you, man, this guy, Cardell, when he said, no, we got them, bro. It was 27 to 3 at this point. It was like, man, we got these motherfuckers. We got them. And he ended up playing worse. But I like that, though. I like that kind of talk. And even when he was down 27 to three, he was still trying to run over defenders and he was talking smack. I was like, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Are you kidding me? I like what he said in the uh, postgame conference. So I really believe we'll do better next week. We're going against Tampa Bay, who they didn't play too bad against Houston. They played pretty well. They just didn't have enough. They just they just didn't have enough. They just ran out of gas. And I'm telling you, we're going to Tampa Bay. So these guys, these DC defender guys, they better play better play they better do better than they did last time. Yeah, because these guys, these Tampa Bay guys, they play hard. They got a good running game. Don't know what the hell they doing at quarterback. You got Taylor Cornelius. 
who torched OU, but he wasn't clutch, just like in this game. They got Quentin Flowers, the fan favorite, but apparently Mark Tressman refuses to keep him in the game because they don't trust his arm. And then you got Aaron Murray, the guy who's supposed to start all along. He keeps getting hurt. I don't know what they're doing at quarterback, but honestly, our defense ain't even that bad. Like, we just got to cut out the short fields and stuff. Josh Johnson is better than those guys, but still, like, he, Josh Johnson threw for, like, 200-something yards and two touchdowns, but it was modest. Like, it wasn't anything insane. So I feel like against a worse quarterback, all three of them are worse than Josh Johnson. Cornelius, Murray, Flowers are all worse than Josh Johnson. So I truly believe the offense will do better, will do a better job of scoring, gaining yards, and field position. Oh, special teams is awful too. Because we had that block punt that led to a score as well. So that's not I don't think that's gonna happen against Tampa Bay. And it'll at least be a close game. I still think we win that because we're just the better team. I think we get two off Tampa Bay. But the first one's going to be the hardest one because we'll be at Tampa. But when Tampa comes to D.C., we'll probably blow them out. Despite all that, despite all that, despite what happened against L.A., giving up the short fields because of special teams and horrible offense, they didn't help our defense at all. Our defense is playing hard. And they had a very good first quarter. Actually, they had a pretty good game outside of the second quarter, which, to be honest, that was just a lot of short fields and penalties. They weren't that bad. So I like their chances next week. And then against St. Louis, that would be a tough game because St. Louis, I think, is our, the second best team in the East behind D.C., some a lot of people are saying they're the best. Now we'll see. They're coming to DC. I already have a ticket to that game. I will be there unless the weather's bad or something comes up. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Um, I believe in my team, man. I still think it's gonna be DC versus St. Louis in the East Final on April 18th. And on the other side, I don't really believe in LA like that. Like they'll they'll push Dallas for that second spot, but ultimately I think Dallas is the better team and they'll win. And they'll win out and they'll get that second spot. And LA will be on the outside looking in. Seattle's an afterthought. Seattle's an afterthought. Okay. Dallas, after another slow first half, dominated the second half. Seattle didn't have a chance. So I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be Dallas and Houston. D.C. and St. Louis. We'll see if New York... We'll see if New York and L.A. can push those two teams and get into the mix. But until then, it's those two. And it's, I still think it's going to be D.C. versus Houston in the championship. Until I'm proven otherwise, that's how I look. Now, people still talking about the Astros cheating scandal. Carlos Correa, you know, then clapped back, and so did uh, Altuve. And I didn't expect LeBron to say anything about it. What the hell? What the hell? He called out the commissioner about his punishments, saying it was too light, and 
just a bunch of professional players, especially from baseball, just saying it's not right. You know, they cheated. We worked hard, and they cost people jobs and stuff. I know I will say that the last the last podcast, I kind of brushed it off the situation. I said it wasn't that big of a deal. Probably more people doing it. It's overblown. I mean, they, it didn't matter against the Nationals. It didn't matter against the Red Sox last year. That stuff still might be true. But in 2017, though, maybe they did cost some people some jobs. Maybe they did hurt some people's career, and I didn't really think about that. I really didn't think of it from their opponent's point of view. It does really suck, though, when you think about it. <laughs> and the Astros' reactions just keep making it worse. But you can't really be mad about the immunity because it looked like either way, like, it was either... You don't grant them immunity and they don't participate in an investigation and nothing and nothing comes out about this or they participate and get granted immunity and we get the whole truth out there. I mean, you can't have it both ways or maybe someone has a better solution. All I know is I now see it from the player's point of view and it does suck when you look at it that way. I'm already enjoying the heckling fans, the people at spring training, banging bleachers and whistling. Oh, my God. These visiting fans at the parks that the Astros go to, they are going to destroy them. And I love it. And I cannot wait till 4th of July. I need to buy that ticket. I will soon. I cannot wait till 4th of July. That is going to be crazy. Fourth of July is going to be insane. So if you don't know by now, Fourth of July, Astros and Nationals. All my Houston ladies, you want to come hang with uh, you want to come hang with the goat? Come on to Houston, I'll host you. Now, I left my job, I left my uh records job, so I won't have access to that rooftop. But hey, we could still have fun and go to the game and. You can watch your Astros lose. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Go Nats. I can't wait till that happens. But Wilder versus Fury. I wasn't. I already decided. Usually with these big fights, the only fight where I like bought into the hype was Mayweather Pacquiao. And that was years in the make in the making. Like I had been waiting for Mayweather Pacquiao since high school. And Mayweather Pacquiao happened my first year of grad school. And I had been waiting since high school. So that one, I had to see that. All of the other big hype fights, like Mayweather McGregor and Mayweather Berto and Mayweather Canelo, all those and, and any other big time fight, uh, May, uh, McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone, I faded all that crap. I said, man, I was just watching on YouTube the next day. Or the day after that next day. And what did I do? I did exactly what I said. I wasn't paying for no pay-per-view. I wasn't going to no crowded bar and paying a cover charge. What did I do? I waited till today and watched it on YouTube. And I cut it off after the sixth round. Because I'm telling you right now, Wilder was dying. The, okay, it started off well for Wilder. He was getting his punches off. He was getting some good shots. After that, it was all Fury. He was killing this guy. He just didn't have a chance. Every time Wilder got out of that clinch, ba-bow, ba-bow. Boy, 
Fury was killing him. I felt bad because I really like Deontay Wilder. I really do. He's one of my favorite fighters. But, man, he was dying. He didn't have a chance. His legs were wobbly from round three on. It was, that joint wasn't a fight. It was a tragedy. It's just, Fury's jabs were way too much. Him being aggressive and cutting off the ring for Wilder was too much. He just had Wilder going backwards, and I'd never seen anything like that. I was like, how's this guy 42-0-1? Maybe I don't know as much about Wilder as I thought. But he got embarrassed. He got schooled. That fight should have been over in the fourth round. But somehow we got to the seventh. I stopped watching after the sixth. I was like, this is so one-sided. This is a tragedy. I still like Deontay Wilder to this day. To this day. To this day. But, <laughs> but man, this guy died. I just hope that uh he rebounds and comes back in that third battle, in that third fight. He has a lot of work to do. Because if he comes out like that in the third fight, he's going to get knocked out. It ain't going to be no TKO. He's just going to get knocked out. So hopefully he goes back to the lab and work on things. And we'll see y'all in the summertime. And I'm not buying the pay-per-view. I'm telling you right now, I don't think after seeing this fight, it ain't going to be that many people buying a pay-per-view. It won't be as much hype. I promise you. This fight ain't going to make as much money. The third one's not going to make any as much money. I'm telling you this right now without even knowing that much about boxing. Just, I can just tell the hype will die down. And I'll watch it, but of course I'm going to watch it on YouTube a day or two after the fight. It's always there. No one cares about the fight after it happens. They're not going to chase after you and take all that stuff down. They don't, the networks don't care. They just want that money. They want the hype. You're paying for the hype. That's what you do when you pay for pay-per-view. You pay for the hype and they get you every time. I wasn't rocking. I faded it and, and it worked out well for me. Thank God. Now, Trey Young not too long ago, had like 50. He scored 50 on somebody, and they won. It was against Miami. He killed them. What? He died. They died. Well, they were losing, and he brought them back. Man, this guy's going to be the greatest point guard ever. I, yeah, I said it. And um, y'all think I'm crazy, but him and Doncha is about to be the new Magic and Bird. I'm telling you right now. All they got to do is get some help. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be Hawks and Mavericks. Get them about six or seven years, maybe five or six years. It's going to be Hawks and Magic, Mavericks in the final. Magic and Bird, I'm telling you. Uh, Trey Young is John Stockton. He's going to break John Stockton's assist record. And he is Steve Nash and Steph Curry rolled up into one. And y'all are in trouble. As soon as he figures out how to play defense, which is hard because, you know, he's kind of he's kind of thin. He's small and he's thin, so it's it's tough for him to play that defense. But if he once he figures that out, it's over. He's already an all-star. He's already he was already an all-star starter. Y'all in trouble. I'm telling you right now, as soon as he gets help, it is over. I just love this kid's work ethic and I pray that he stays healthy. 
I do. Because if he does, he's going to be one of the, he's going to be the greatest point guard ever, ever. They ain't making the playoffs this year, but it's okay. Trey Young's coming back. Build around him. You won't regret it. Atlanta, if you don't build around him, trade him. And then send him to a contender and watch what happens. It'll be over. And speaking of someone who need help, Bradley Bill, but we all knew this season was going to be a joke. Yet still, the Eastern Conference is so bad that the Wizards are in ninth place. They might get into the playoff. The only problem is they play against the Bucks, who have beaten them by 20-plus every time they've played with or without Giannis. And they cannot beat the Bucks in the Giannis era. Like, this just... It's just a bad matchup with or without them. I don't know what it is, but they just can't beat them. Still, a a season where we were supposed to tank and wait for John Wall, we're not doing too bad. If we could just figure out how to play some defense, same thing with Trey Young and the Hawk. Figure out how to play some defense, they'll be in the eighth spot. They might be in the seventh spot too. Just wait. Just you wait. Bradley Bill had 53. Bradley Bill's like that. He should have been an all-star. Y'all smoking Everything, bro. Y'all smoking. I don't know what y'all smoking. Like, y'all smoking just all type of stuff. Because he should have been an all-star. Y'all tripping. It should have been Trey Young and Bradley Bill. They should have both been starters. Y'all tripping. That's okay. Wait till next year. And we get John Wall back. Man, y'all don't know what y'all talk. We we fighting for an A spot and we don't got John Wall. And we traded away most of our team. And we're an A. And we're ninth. Oh my God, y'all, y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble with the Wizards too. I'm serious. Anyway, I'ma say this once again: Howard will win the Miac Men's Basketball Championship. Update on them: They're two and twenty-five. They just lost again. But I just got some more encouragement. Hear, hear me, hear me out here. They lost to North Carolina A&T by four on Saturday. North Carolina A&T is the number one team in the MEAC. They're at A&T. Mind you that North Carolina Central just went to A&T and got killed on national TV by like 30. Howard went in there and pretty much outplayed them. From what I read in the recaps, they pretty much outplayed them. They just didn't make enough plays to win the game. They've done that multiple times. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's cool. They're fighting, but... This is ridiculous. It's okay. It's all right. They'll be fine, okay? I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, From what I read from the recaps, they were down 10-3, and they were down 28-14. This is just how A&T started against North Carolina Central on ESPNU a few days ago. They just, just started just like that, and they ran Central out of the gym. It looked like Howard was going to face the same fate, but... Howard made a run, and they took the lead going into halftime. And then they were back and forth in the second half, but both teams had a lot of turnovers and a lot of fouls. Howard shot 47%. Wayne Bristol Jr., who I said was a very good second option on their team, he had 26-6. and CJ only had 10. CJ only had 10, and they lost by four. CJ is their leading scorer. And, you know, Zion had uh, double figures. Nate Garvey had double figures. What did I say? I said if Wayne Bristol Jr. can average about 15 and CJ about 20 and he shoots about 40% and 
and you get a double double from Zion and you get solid comp- contribution from other guys like Nate Garvey and Khalil and maybe Ian or uh, Raymond Bethea and maybe they'll get a dude um Cal Foster maybe they'll get him back this team I'm telling you man this team might run the t- this team will run the tape but um they they fell short they fell short I mean, they were down, from what I read, they were down about two or three with less than a minute to go, and they just couldn't, they couldn't hit them shots. They couldn't hit them shots, man. It's it's saddening. They're fighting so hard, man. They had 12 days off, and I knew that was a positive sign because I knew whatever they had to work on, I was like, they got 12 days. I know they really want to win. I know something good going to come out of this. And it's okay. They're just building. They play Central tonight at Central. They should win. They'll probably push them. They'll probably lose. But it's okay. Because they'll probably blow out these teams next week. And they're going to go into the MEAC tournament with two wins. And they're not going to be playing. I'm sitting up here telling you right now, man. They're going to win the MEAC tournament. Because CJ's going to average 20. Wayne Bristol Jr. is going to average 15 or more. And he's an efficient shooter. Like, he shot. He has the same field goal percentage as um, CJ. And he's taken 150, 170 less shots. That's impressive. Y'all done. I'm telling you. I like their team. And also, if you... uh. I think his, I think CJ's Instagram is underscore CJ13 or Bean13. Uh, then you'll see pictures of him and Coach K. Coach K giving him game and encouragement. Mm, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. The reason why Howard even got the practice at Duke and even talked to Coach K is because their head coach played with Christian Leitner and Grant Hill back in the day. And their assistant coach, who was a high school rival of mine, he played for Coach K not too long ago. So, of course, they got them Duke ties, and they went back, and they chopped it up, and they practiced at at Cameron Indoor, man. That's pretty cool, man. I hope they learn something from that. I hope they come out here and beat Central tonight. And then I hope, no, I know they're going to take the MEAC. Just stay tuned. And I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.